All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I make this look good. You are now listening to the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Oh, hey guys, I'm Mike, and, uh, and this is Nothing But Real Reviews and More. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and Brent's here. Hey, Brent. <laughs> we, opened our, here. we opened our podcast with an impression of an impression of you. Yes. Good. Yeah. Okay. It's like Inception, except dumb. Oh, wait. So it's like Inception. Right. What he said. But no. So pre-show, we were talking, and Shane said, well, I called out Shane, saying that he doesn't know how to host. And so Shane went on a big rant about... Shane, do you, do you just want to run through it real quick? I think you did a pretty good job. You think that was pretty good? Hey, yeah. guys, you got a great episode of, of an episode... And it's about a B movie <laughs> with Jerry Seinfeld. Ha! <laughs> uh, my favorite part, though, in the uh, in the first impression was knock knock, dumb joke. <laughs> yeah, that's your joke. Right, right. So, uh, anyway, we have a great show for you guys. This is nothing but real reviews and more. I am your host, Mike Lucas. And joining me is Shane Cronikin. How's it going, Brent Frisier? Hey, Steve Rushlaw. How you doing? And uh, Aaron Cronikin. Hello. Uh, like I said, great Hello. show. We are reviewing one of our all-time favorites. Saving Private Ryan this week is that fair to say? Uh, I think you, do, so. You, did you mean to say not Best Picture winning Saving Private Ryan oh because the God. great, great classic classic Shakespeare movie Shakespeare in Love. Love beat it out? <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. so bad. So that was, <sighs> I mean, I haven't seen that movie, but the fact that it, it is bad, it is terrible. It's horrible. So it's a That's horrible, dumb. horrible yeah. movie. It's dumb. Yeah. Um, also, Ben Affleck's in it. Yep. Van Diesel didn't get nominated either for this one. He didn't. But I, I read that. Because Van Diesel mm-hmm. was not a big name, he only got like a hundred thousand dollars for this movie. Good for him. It's just like one of his, that still. role. That role was written for him, though. They said the director wanted him to play that role. Well, wow. interesting. They wanted a giant be- Italian guy. He fits the bill pretty yep, well. Pretty much. Yeah, sure. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, Saving Private Ryan. Later on this episode, we're gonna get into movies coming out to theaters and DVDs this week. As well, we have a, a few top fives. So yeah, we we're gonna do well. We're gonna split it. We're gonna do three this episode, three next episode. We're gonna do our top five sci-fi um, actually, movies. We, we, I have a uh, a um. Facebook submission for the top five. So oh, listener or, or okay. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll actually know. kick that off when we start the top fives. Let's go yeah. through movies coming out to DVDs though, real quick. Yes, actually, there is there's not much at all. This the big one is Daddy's Home Two, which is not Ooh. the first one was terrible. Uh, um, I I don't know where I was last night, but home? No, <laughs> I went and I went and hung out with some. Oh, God! Did you no. drink? No, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but no, I was I, I was at the store. I think. Oh yes, boy. I was at the store shopping, and Just I walked out. I walked past these people, and the guy was like, "Hey, it's from Daddy's Home too. You ever seen it? It's great." And I was like, walking faster. Yeah, people, walking people faster. say that about a lot. What a great movie. Well, you're kind of, that's, you're using that term yeah. loosely. Mm-hmm. Not uh, great. Anyways, I guess the other ones are, well, the Florida Project was Oscar nominated, but that looks I'm, I will see that just yeah, because, no, because of Willem Dafoe. Will. No, we know you will, because it looks boring. <laughs> Wasn't Willem Dafoe nominated for an oh, Oscar? Oh, I'm pretty right. sure he was. Mom and Dad with Nicolas oh, Cage. No. Oh, did you see that trailer? Yeah, we oh, did. Oh, yeah, I know, because that was one, one of my I Dare You to, to Watch trailers yeah. that I send you. Is that the one where he goes like crazy? Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Just yeah. yeah. every everyone. Nick Cage movie. <laughs> I literally went through my Facebook post, and not too long ago, someone tagged me, and I think it was you. Where he goes straight Nick Cage? The 60 seconds of Nick Cage going crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't uh, surprise me he would the, go crazy. I guess the only one. other one, same kind of different as me. I don't know what that is, but it has some big actors in it. Yeah, this uh, this week is pretty bad, but I've been looking. Next, next week, next week is, is actually fantastic. a very good week. Yeah. Uh, the Darkest Hour comes out. Yeah. Um, Lots of them. Don't, don't tease him yet. we got to wait for next yeah. episode. But next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's going to be a much excited. better week. Hang yeah. Hand with Al Pacino, straight to DVD, Murder oh, Mystery. Oh, sweet. so good. Not that. Uh, yeah, so there's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> those movies don't come out this week, but to check uh, when they do, our, our website, nothingbutrealreviews.com, has a full list of all the movies that come out for the month of February. Yep, soon to be updated with March. I have everything ready to rock. I just got to post it. Absolutely. So, uh, Aaron, movies coming out to 
theaters. Yeah, the big two are Game Night with Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams, which looks kind of. Oh, uh, you meant I think you meant my girl, Rachel McAdams. No, Shane's girl, yeah. Rachel McAdams. Uh, then Word. Annihilation, Ooh. which I already have my tickets for because it looks fantastic. What's that one? Natalie Portman, a sci-fi by the guy that did Ex, Ex Machina. Machina. Word and other good. great sci-fi. That, that, that's that same company too, then, isn't it? The they ex this, the people that done ex machina have no, done this like this was this was actually a bigger it was really it was originally a Paramount Studios picture okay actually it's an interesting story yeah uh, I'll, I'll like try and get it through now. it quickly Paramount did a test screening and they thought they they said that it's quote too intellectual so they wanted the director for to, a sci-fi yeah, so they wanted the director to reshoot it and make it more thrilling and he said no. So they went to the financer and said, hey, you want to hire another director to reshoot? And that guy said, no, this movie's fine. So Paramount was like, all right, well, I don't think this is going to make money. Jump ship. Sold it to Netflix. So it's going to be in theaters for like 17 days. Yeah, okay, said. yeah, two weeks then. And then it's going to be on Netflix. So Wow. Yeah. But I wanted to see. It looks like a movie wow. that might be worth seeing in theaters. But all the reviews are fantastic. Paramount's just afraid... To take a risk, essentially, they, they, it's a smart we, sci-fi. We talk about it all the time. It's not a big budget, money making, explosion action superhero movie, so they're afraid to release it. Yep, exactly. So good on Netflix. Word. Netflix is just getting hit after hit. And Netflix, good apparently, hits. the uh, yeah, they're actually making good movies now. <laughs> but the what's the movie by David McKenzie, the Hell or High Water director, with Chris Pine? Something about the Outlaw King, I think yeah, is what it's called. Yeah. That'll be coming out later this year. So, I mean, they're starting to get more stars because of exactly yeah. this. They allow the directors to release what they, they want, want to. The directors want freedom. The actors, the writers, people, they, they want freedom. And, and production companies don't want to take So risks. as much as we bag on Netflix for being just filled with crap, which it is. It's not. <laughs> it's not well for movies for movies for TV it's, shows they do good stuff I guess for I don't TV really shows they run the 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 gamut yeah, they, is that they are yeah, I'm sure they, they do but the I don't really I don't really do TV arena. shows but sure. for movies sure. sure like Netflix originals crap but it sounds like they're un- doing the right thing so you think speaking of two things you think that they're gonna make a uh, uh, a remake with Mel Gibson so he can say freedom you know because we just talked about that and also. Uh, you think they're gonna? It's not knocked up, joke. It's Spike Lee remake of Do the Right Thing because we also just talked about. Uh, anyways, what else? Speaking is of out? Netflix, oh, oh yeah, what go else? Ahead. Is, what else? Yeah, is uh, uh, I'll just run through these quick. Golden Exits, Days of Power, Every Day, The Young Karl Marx. Yeah, thank you. Appropriate. <sighs> the Cured, Cricket Sound, Lodgers, Cricket Sound. You, you always say, yeah. just read them all. This is your fault, Mike. Cricket Sound. This is your fault. You don't give us the freedom, huh? What sound does a cricket make, Mike? Cricket sound. <laughs> cricket sound. Knock knock. Dub, dub. Oh, but there's a sweet looking movie apparently called Survivor's Guide to Prison with a super mean looking uh, Danny Trejo. That's the, the follow up of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yep. Don't leave home without it because you know oh. I'd end up in prison. I was, I guess. I was <laughs> thinking more of a follow up to Ned's Declassified. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once you get out of high school, Ned went to prison. What did he do? <laughs> Shank somebody in, in high school. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Good on yeah. you, Ned. Toothbrush All right, style. so for, for this edition of what I've watched lately, since oh, you guys God. asked. What'd you uh, watch, Shane? Oh, I got you. We didn't. Um, Netflix, kind of original. It was released in the UK, and now it's released Netflix oh, original. Get out of here with this uh, movie. The Ritual. I watched The Ritual, and it's not bad. Word. So there's your review. Ah, do you want to know what movie I watched lately? Yes, do you? Saving Private Ryan. Oh. What? Did that blow your mind? Great transition, but we can't get there <laughs> yet. Oh, yeah. We're not ready? No. Top fives. Top yeah, five. top fives. Yeah, read, the, read the listener. Okay. Or, uh, so this is uh, from Brian. I'll just and, say Brian. Uh, B-Rye. Top five sci-fi movies. It's very broad. So no specifics. Hard. Just sci-fi. I'd say this was oh, the toughest top five actually, we've done. Can I read one that we saw posted? It was from Travis. Uh-huh. It was mm-hmm. Star Wars Episode 1, Star Wars Episode 2, <laughs> Star Wars Episode 3, yep. Star No, Wars no, he's not four. that dumb. It was like 5, 4, 6, yeah, it, it, 3. Five, 5, 4... But no, still, no, it was, five, it was just five, six, four, three, and then ET. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I, I really loved. Anyway, yeah, go, read, so, read Brian's. Okay, Brian's is number five, Moon. Uh, number four, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Number three, The Thing. Number two, Alien. And number one, 
is Children of Men. So that's a really, really solid list. I, a couple of those will be on mine. That could easily but I can't argue with for my list. Yeah, I, it's... I, I'm going to substitute some of those, but I can't argue with the ones that didn't make my list. They're all those are great movies. I don't know. I'm not as big a fan of Close Encounters, though. Me that's neither. kind of a that was the where the it's kind of like where found footage or no 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 no, 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 no. This is an old Steven. I think Spielberg. you're thinking yeah. of yeah. no the fourth kind, maybe. Oh, yeah, the one up in Alaska? Bad. Which yeah. one was in Alaska? Yep. yep, Mia Jovovich. Oh, yeah, that was perhaps. not good. Yeah. No. I was like, uh, <laughs> okay. I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have read the list if you included that <laughs> hey, one. Hey, <laughs> you never know. You never know. No, I judge people. Like I like that. that movie. All right. <laughs> right. Uh, well, thank you, Brian, for submitting. Yeah. Uh, and we'll have more like this uh, on our also, Facebook page. So uh, you if you summer. submit a list, we will read them. If they, unless they include the fourth kind, I mean, I'll judge you. I'm, I'm not gonna. Yeah, we'll, uh, pick, disclaimer. we'll pick a list. Unless you're Mike's <laughs> sister and submit thirteen <laughs> for a top, top five. five. She yeah. submitted two top fives and one had one seven. had seven. <laughs> one had six. She submitted two lists, all different, and neither had five. Hey, man. So, I, so we don't read your list. <laughs> we do don't follow the rules, yes, yeah. not even our own. She was making up for all of your lists with two. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh. But okay, so who wants to go? Who wants to go next? I don't care. I can. Okay, th- uh, let's let's read yours. Okay, uh, first I want to list off, give some love to the ones that didn't make the cut, like Men in Black that I hated leaving off, but is a fantastic movie. Word. Uh, surprisingly, I did have to leave Galaxy Quest off. And Ooh. I love, well, I told love, you that that movie's love that movie. N- that one's not fiction. That's nonfiction. So. Oh, that's that, true. Yeah, yeah, good point. That's yeah, why now that's, I remember. That's why I took it that off. That could yeah. be on our top five um, documentary list. Biggest surprise. Right. Terminator 2 did not make my list. Uh, bum, bum, bum. It's not that good. Well, I mean, Wah. I love it. So anyways, number five <laughs> is RoboCop. What? Hold the phone. Never. You know what? I don't even care. You've never seen it, so don't act like you're making a joke. I can imagine it. Terminator 2 is better than RoboCop. Though. Honestly, no. Really? I don't. Well, I'm not that big a fan of Terminator 2, remember, but RoboCop is pretty great. Really? Have and you seen that one with sat- Gary Oldman? Gary Newman? Gary Oldman Newman. Uh, it's <laughs> what? Bad. Yeah, the new one. It's not good. It's bad. Oh my God. Gary Oldman's in the yeah new yeah. one. Yeah. He's what throwaway he doctor doing? guy. Yeah. He's Throw, Commissioner Gordon. Time out. You've seen coat. the remake and not the original. <laughs> yeah. Golly. <laughs> I watched. I think I watched it with one of you guys. Not me. Mm, mm. I don't know. I don't remember. Mm. So anywho, five is Robocop. I, I didn't watch it under, under my own volition. <laughs> Four is Moon. Yeah. Three is. The thing. Two is Alien, and number one. I know it just came out, but Blade Runner twenty forty nine is everything that I could possibly want in science fiction. It's of smart. All time. It, it looks amazing. It's well acted. It has deep ideas that it explores thoroughly. Everything that I could want in a true, true science fiction movie that has. So number one, even though it just came out last year, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, I had a friend text me that he he didn't really enjoy that movie. Well, it's not wrong. for everybody. It, it's slow. He, he did watch it over two sittings and like two days apart, and I was like, he was five minutes away from the the giant plot twist, and I was like, how did that not blow he, your mind? Well, because I had a coworker. I think I mentioned this. The yeah. coworker that hadn't seen Blade Runner yeah. and thought this new one was an action movie. And was disappointed. Well, he, I mean, was it but probably? Yeah, he, he said he had never seen the the original yeah. either. So, which is disappointing. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't like the original, at least it sets the tone for what to expect for twenty forty. Yeah, the original is fantastic as well. That would be. Uh, I mean, I don't think it was. I thought that the original was. The original is good, but twenty forty nine, in my opinion, is an improvement in almost oh, every it, way. It absolutely is. Word, word. Uh, who wants to go read theirs? Brent, uh, I guess I'll go. Um. This was favorite and not best because True. my list has movies that are not great sci-fi. Not the best, but, but your fave. Oh boy, this could I, be I think we're in for a treat. But Galaxy and, Quest, and <laughs> and I have still yet to see the Blade Runner twenty forty nine, even though I put it on a list already. So <laughs> it was top five of twenty seventeen. Yeah, unfortunately, this was it, that is not on my list, mm. but it might be if I see the movie. Sure, I said we put it on as number six. Yep, it's number six. Okay. <laughs> Yay! Now this list was really hard. The only one that I had locked in was my number one. The rest of these, I'm kind of just going. Oh, it, man. This is a tough. 
tough list. Also, if you want to submit a late one, uh, you know, we'll read it and and talk about or it. Or we'll have lists in the future as oh, well. True. I mean, but yeah, this is a fun one. All sure. Right. So, like I said, this was hard, and I'm kind of just now deciding on two through five <laughs> as we speak. But okay, so number five. I'm going to go with Back to the Future. I do love that movie. Oh, I like that one. And, like, some people will have said sci-fi. It's sci-fi. It's okay. sci-fi. It's sci-fi. They travel through time. Yeah, it uses science. No, I'm not to, yeah. saying you guys. There's just some people well, who Well, you don't. should punch those people. Um, number four, I'm going with Men in Black. Uh, that one did oh, make my list. It's so hard. Great. It's so hard. This list is so hard. I don't like it. <laughs> number three... Uh, you guys might make fun of me for this one because it's a horrible movie, but I love it. Uh, Starship Troopers. <laughs> oh, I, that was on my that was on my long list. That's a fantastic it, movie. Yeah. Uh, number two, I have The Fifth Element. That's another movie that I love. And my number one, um, I think has been number one on another list of mine, but Galaxy Quest. Yeah, I freaking knew it. Well, that's a, I love that movie. I know. I I, I do too. Like that's not not only my favorite sci-fi movie. That's one of my favorite movies. Tom Allen's great. Tom Allen. <laughs> yeah. I hate Tom you. Allen. Oh my god. Knock uh, knock. Dumb yeah, joke. I, I forgot knock, to do that. I forgot joke. to do that in, in my in my mic impression. Oh, we got a good movie this week. It stars Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Get it? I changed his name. I don't laugh at them until you guys do. You guys laugh first because you don't expect it and it's dumb. Oh, we expect it. Well, you expect it, but you don't. You don't see it coming. Zero anticipation. Uh, I don't know. I'm here. I'm just here. Who wants to go? We got one more. Time for one more. I'll go. Okay. So for honorable mentions, I have I have two. I have uh, Twelve Monkeys. Um, Brad Pitt and that is fantastic, and I just enjoy the movie. That's a good movie. Um, I'm sure that will be on somebody one else's. Of, one top of Bruce's five uh, uh, finer Thursday. acting performances oh, yeah. too. Um, also the thing, I think Shane had it on his list and I think Brent did too. Well, I didn't have it on my list, but it was so close. It was one of those ones where I'm like, so many movies, so many. <clears throat> Number five, um, nobody said it yet, but I don't think anybody else will have it on there is uh source code with, uh, Hall. It's kind of like uh very good movie from Brown. the director of moon. Yeah. Really, really good on a, and guess what's going to be on my, coming up on my list. <laughs> moon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, number four, um, we've reviewed it in the past, and that's Snowpiercer. I think we reviewed it, or I put it as my gem of the week. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very a, it's underrated on our movie. Under the gems. Um, number three, I have Moon. I think it's just a fantastic movie, and Rockwell is just sure amazing in it. Um, number two, I got Mad Max Fury Road. Um, is that a sci-fi though? Yeah. Technically, yeah, it is. I, I, I. That's one of my favorite movies, and I, I was wavering on whether it, it counted or not, so I played it safe and didn't, but the argument could be made. I, I understand the argument. I mean, Oh, I understand the argument 100%, but I, I don't think personally I would classify it as a sci-fi. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I agree to disagree. And my last, my number one is Blade Runner 2049. With, like, Mad Max, like, that one, I was thinking about that too, and it is considered sci-fi, but... I didn't put that on the, my list for the same reason I didn't put Terminator on my list because even though it is sci-fi, when I think of that movie, I think action more than sci-fi. Really, I mm, Terminator to me is more apparent sci-fi. Well, no, it's it's obviously sci-fi, right. but I mean, like, I didn't put it on my list because I don't know. It's when somebody talks about Terminator, the first thing I think of is explosions and not science fiction. You know, I think a comedy. Because remember that scene where the, the kid's trying to teach Arnold to smile? I'm pretty sure that's in the deleted scenes. It is. Remember that scene? And then he gives the w- super weird, yeah, Arnold <coughs> TV smile. <laughs> uh, anyways, I it's forgot great. to mention, because you put Moon in source code, I forgot to mention in movies coming out, and we talked about Netflix, Duncan Jones, the director of Moon and source code, has a movie coming out to Netflix on the 23rd mm-hmm. called Mute. Yep. And it's the same type of thing. Netflix just allowed him to make... He's one of the first ones that said the the freedom that Netflix gives them is is the reason they go through that source. So And it has Paul Rudd in it. I mean, Paul Blart. <laughs> uh, Shane, Shane, you had mentioned that uh, you had a listener request for a top five. 
We oh. did read it earlier. Well, I have another one. Oh, I will uh, read the idea for the oh. top five. Oh. Is that what you're saying or just uh, did I? I don't remember. I think he was saying he had a top five list. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Never yeah. mind. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, that's My bad. actually a good idea, though. If you want us to do a top five that you want to participate in, right. send that to us. That's actually not a bad idea. Post it on our Facebook or email it or yeah, whatever. Top five best mic jokes ever. Yep. Uh, I'll, I'll have a mic list for that one. I'm thinking I'm a tail. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the only one on my one, list. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> that was a good he's, one. He's one for a thousand. <laughs> he's one for a thousand. He's hey, like man. the Dustin Ackley of jokes. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a super very, that's obscure a reference. Yeah, that's People are gonna understand. Wow. I, I was gonna go. One with, listener in Seattle's crying now. I was just gonna go with uh, with little giants one time. <laughs> yeah, remember that one just time. One time. Yeah, you know the scene. Uh, okay. Well, don't act you like don't. give the ball to Johnny. I'm Johnny. <laughs> okay, God. let's let's move on. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Speaking of great movies, yeah. Saving Private Ryan rated R, two hours fifty minutes long. It's a drama war film. Following the Normandy landings, a group of U.S. soldiers go behind enemy lines to retrieve a paratrooper whose brothers have been killed in action. Directed by Steven Spielberg, written by Robert Rodat, starring Tom Hanks, Tom Sizemore. Edward Burns, Barry Pepper, Adam Goldberg, Vin Diesel, Giovanni Ribisi, Jeremy Davies, Matt Damon, Ted Danson, Paul Giamatti, <laughs> Dennis Farina. There's a lot of people in this movie. Yeah. I think. I mean, did I miss any? Well, no, I mean, yeah, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> None of the big people. Yeah, because it's right, basically I got... Tom Hanks and that core of people and then later Damon. Um, I, but I two love... other names you could put in there is Brian Cranston and Nathan Fillion. B. Crans, thank you, and Fillion in a poorly acted yeah, sequence. Very... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ninety-two uh, percent certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Eight point six out of ten. A rotten one. Yes. For me? Give me a second, because <laughs> I'm very curious. Eight point six out of ten. Ninety-five uh, percent from audience, giving it an eight. <laughs> Critics consensus anchored by another. Wi- Another winning performance from Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg's unflinchingly realistic war film virtually redefines the genre. <clears throat> June 8th, 2015, a rotten review was done. The result, I am sorry to say, is that Saving Private Ryan mm. seems almost banal. Banal? Banal? Banal. Banal? Yeah. Banal. <laughs> banal. In banal. its achievement... A film that sacrifices humanity for technical wizardry. I completely what? disagree. <laughs> yeah, the whole movie is about humanity. That's kind of the point. I think they watched um, something else, like <laughs> Shaving Ryan, yeah. uh, Private Ryan, or something like that. You're getting into some, some weird territory here, yeah. Brent. Uh, another another rotten one. Steven Spielberg has made a film about bravery that doesn't shy away from the horrors encountered by soldiers even in a good war. But he wasn't quite brave enough to present the story without a comforting coat of another big word. <laughs> Saccharine. Another big word. Sa- char- sa- char- <laughs> I don't does anyone know what the word nope, means? I don't even know what that is. It, did you say it right? Saccharine. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling Okay, so so anyways, they're wrong. <laughs> Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, even if they're wrong. Even if they use words like saccharine. Excessively sweet or sentimental. Well, that's, well this is that's one of the very few Spielberg Knox. movies that doesn't dip so far into the saccharine. It goes there. It goes there. Sac- well, yeah, yeah. But the sentimentality, it's not like uh, any other Spielberg movie where War it just completely the derails the War of the Worlds, where the sun mm, comes back. That's from, one of the worst examples. Come on, but you know, like that's a staple of Spielberg, and he really doesn't cheese it up like he normally does in this movie. But, right, but anyway, yeah, I want, But uh, there are parts I get why they might say that. There okay. are very Spielbergian parts of this movie, like when they release. I guess the German guy's name is Steamboat Willie in the credits. Yeah. The guy that the POW that they release. They sure. release him and in the end of the movie he's the guy that fires the shot that kills Tom Hanks only to teach up him a lesson. It's, I mean that's very Spielbergian and the whole, really the whole absurd. premise is Spielbergian. They're not going to send these dudes to save one guy. Yeah, I, well except that that's based on a true story. No it way. is. Yes. I was going to say I think I read that that was, but I'm not sure. I didn't watch this movie this time. It is. 
I've seen it this is. a dozen times on TNT. <laughs> we know drama. They do that. They do. <laughs> no, but give me give me your first thoughts, Aaron. You picked it. I, Why? Yeah, I picked it. Mostly, I picked my last two movies to make up for what I did to you guys by making you watch Charlie Countryman. <laughs> so I was like, man, I I picked Mystic River, one of my tops. Saving Private Ryan, one of my favorites. So I just wanted to watch something that I loved that I haven't seen in a while and has Tom Hanks. So what was that movie you also made us watch via me because you told me it was good and you lied? Lost City of Z. Yep, remember that. that? Your That's your fault too. Mm. Well, here I you go, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, he made up for it. I, I like the one. fact sure. that the reason I love this movie so much is that it's not, you know, like war movies, I don't know, like uh, the Mel Gibson Vietnam. They make these into like these we superhero soldiers. soldiers that, and I like the fact that these are just normal guys. And, and even my wife when watching this, she's like, I can't believe they cast that guy. I can't believe they cast, like Paul Giamatti. He's not your He's hero, not a hero type. No. He's just a normal guy, and that's why, like Tom Hanks, is perfectly cast. And that's one of the revelations of this movie is that he's just a normal guy who has to be put in this situation. So, remember in what was that one with Andrew Garfield? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy picked Spider-Man up. A, he's got his bar <laughs> in one arm and a human <laughs> shield in the other. Yeah, that's what this was missing. Was some some really good. <laughs> Some really good Whoa. use of dead bodies to shoot. No, yourself. no, no. I mean, this movie does war right. I mean, I don't know if you guys disagree. I would love to hear your thoughts. I agree. I, mean, I the the war scenes are brutal. They they are. I mean, they're staged well. If that makes sense, you you can always even amid amidst the chaos. Uh, you can tell where they are, what's going on, who's doing what, where, where they are trying to get, stuff like that, which is difficult to do, especially in, in a, like large-scale war scenes. Uh, yeah, I, th- I mean, the war scenes are, are some of the best ever made. Yeah, I think visually this movie is phenomenal. I mean, the opening scene where they're trying to get on the beach, it shows the – what's the word I'm looking for – the brutality of war, yeah. but also showing that these guys are just normal guys going into this situation, trying to get through it. And I think a lot of the small characters in it, like Giamatti, kind of bring out some of the, like, Giamatti's sitting there trying to jump around from rocks to rocks. Ted Ted dancing when he shows Ted up talking for 10 about minutes is great. Giamatti talks about how he has women's ankles because he's trying <laughs> to jump around. I, the the, the mundane great. conversation pieces are just as interesting as the war scenes, and that's what makes this movie great. And that's why I don't understand that review that said that there's no humanity in this. There, there is as much humanity as there is brutality. I mean, it, the, you go from one scene where it's just pure chaos and, and people dying, and it's just hard to watch, to just human beings having a conversation real people having a conversation i don't i mean the humanity is is there throughout this whole movie in each and every character right is is up on the uh, translator yes yes and he's this like the french woman's singing over the yeah. the radio or the on um, album or whatever yeah. and he's like describe like i think that's great and upum upum is like a hated character in I, this well movie. when i was young i admit that it's easy to hate him though, it and is. I did hate him. But then you kind of understand. He's a this young, guy. young guy, a translator thrown into this world, this war, and and what he he's a bad guy because he he's not some superhero that that I mean he's a human being that's thrown into the worst situation that's ever been on this planet. I mean. And then we we blame him for for not stepping up to the plate. I mean, he, he's still a human, and he didn't ask to be put in this position. He even said, "I'm just a translator." He didn't want to do this in the first place. Yeah. Um, mm. So the point is, Upham gets a bad rap. Don't and and him. like, there's a humanity in all that. Yeah, I don't I understand mean, that. that he, he let a guy die, and that's. But who knows what? I don't know what I'd do in this. I I would like to hope I wouldn't do that. I like to think I wouldn't I might, do that. I might curl up and cry and yeah. crap my pants. Oh. I do that daily. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't know how many times I've seen this movie. A lot of times, and every time I do watch it, I do get 
pissed off at Upham for that yeah. situation. But, I still do. <laughs> but I understand it. Like, because yep. I'm like, like Shane said and Aaron said, in that situation, I don't know how. I've never been in a war. I've never had people shooting at me. I don't know how I'm going to react. Maybe I do the same thing. Like Shane, I'd like to think, you no, know, I'd go in and help my buddy out. But who knows, you know? And with Upham, you you literally see it from the beginning when you see him that he is scared for his life. He's got no place there. I mean, he's he's trying to grab his helmet. He's trying to grab his typewriter and everything else. And Tom Hanks is just kind of like smirking and laughing at him. And he's just trying to get his stuff together because he really that, doesn't want to go in the first place. That actor doesn't get enough props for playing that character. So amazing. I mean, you hate him because of his actions, but you feel sorry for him because of what's going on. You see the paint. He hates himself. You can see that after he lets that happen. It's that's one of the. It's a understated performance in his movie, but I think it's it's one of the better ones. I we're gonna have to bleep me. I for, I used a word on the list that you can't use. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, okay. So there's there's a lot of great actors in this film. Let's let's oh, all of them. Uh, let's, let's let's start, start with Tom Hanks. Yeah, let's start with Tom Hanks. And go down the list. Well, in my Opinion, and I get made fun of a lot because in this crazy, fantastic movie, my favorite scene is when he reveals what he does for a living, because because of Tom Hanks, I don't I don't know that anybody could really make you feel that same way other than Tom Hanks, but you can feel the tension, and these guys are at each other's throats, and the music behind is just kind of this slow building, buzzing noise, and he just releases the tension not by being commanding and saying get in line blah blah blah, do what you're told he just tells them like i have a wife at home i'm an english teacher i coach the baseball team we're doing this if this job gets me one step closer to home we have to do it and that's one of the greatest scenes in any movie and and heather my wife said how how is this guy i mean he's a teacher well how is he leading people like that's what this war was that's what this war was was people thrust into a, into a situation they have no business being thrust into and and stepping up to the plate i mean but he's obviously a very effective oh, absolutely. leader he's, a, he's this is one of the better leaders in in any movie i've ever seen and that's I mean, why up there with captain jean-luc picard not only do i think yeah. it's oh god not only do i think <laughs> yeah. like, you say he's a better leader in you know most movies but i think he's also a more realistic one in this because yes. he makes mistakes he you can see doubt in his face sometimes but he still was like no we got to do this I, we got to do this so right. you he, it's realistic not every leader is you know always 100% in their convictions and stuff like that one one of the things i like about tom hanks i mean aaron said it already he has a very calming attitude throughout the whole movie i mean they're walking along and edward burns is talking how this is just complete shite and he doesn't want to go out and look for ryan and he's like, if I, if you were in my spot, what would you be doing? He's like, first, I would be saying that. And he's like, I'd be saying, okay, let's go look for this guy. I'll <laughs> yeah. do it Let's, because it's my job. Tom Hanks, more than any actor, I, I mean, I'm trying to think of anybody else that can do it, but more than any actor is able to find the humanity in every character he plays, the, the person underneath the character, if that makes any sense, because these characters are written, but he finds the actual person. He makes every single person he plays a real human being and 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 it's it makes it so relatable like you can relate to this guy so last week we reviewed a life is beautiful which word won the oscar for best actor over tom hanks in this movie um as much as i liked the guy in life is beautiful tom hanks did a phenomenal job in this movie that one i don't mind i mean I, I understand uh, it. Yeah, I mean, I, but my preference point, is Tom Hanks too. At but, this point but, in Hanks' career, a performance like this is like, yeah, that's what we expect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's <laughs> it, par. And it's yeah. not like uh, him getting the Oscar is like Shakespeare in Love getting the Oscar over this oh, movie. Right, right. <laughs> I, I am. I agree with you. Is Steve. that the one with Leo? Preference is in Tom the, Hanks? In that, no, that's Shakespeare in Love is like Jim Caviezel and and in, in this Gwyneth year Ben Affleck. Yeah, Gwyneth it Oscar. was it was literally Tom Hanks or the guy from Life Is Beautiful. That was it. I think other than that, it was like three actors that yeah, that, movies I mean, I'd never heard of. Yeah, that that I, I'm with you. I agree that Tom Hanks. I prefer the Tom Hanks performance, but it doesn't bother me that the other guy I, won. I agree. Uh, it bo- it bothers me that this that if I mean 
talk about hard list, but if I had to make a list of best movies ever made, this would be near the top of that list. Uh, and it didn't even win best picture for that year. That that I think was was the first time that I realized that uh, I can't put a whole lot of stock in the Oscars because it's it's very much politics. It's it's about who. Well, we've been over this time. Yeah, I mean, so th- this was the first instance of that in my mind. The first realization that oh wow, this is, Oscars really don't mean much, do they? Let's talk about Tom Sizemore. Effective Sergeant Horvath. Very rarely given any lines or screen time, but similar very to effective. Heat. Similar to Heat. He played this side character that didn't say much, but he was always ready to step up and do what his leader needed him to do. And you could feel the trust between yeah. Tom Hanks and Tom Sizemore. In one scene, he goes to Tom Sizemore and says, what do you think? Give me your thoughts on this. And it's like these two guys that you can tell they've been through some stuff together and they trust each other's opinions and decisions when, when stuff hits the fan. It's He's... Uh He's good in these roles. He, he, I mean, Heat was similar. He had this, and then he was in Black Hawk Down in a similar type of role. And uh, he's actually really good. He understated Goody. He doesn't try to do anything to steal any scenes or steal the show, but he just plays his role. Um, <clears throat> this is more as just like a whole, the entire cast, I guess, especially like the main ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they do a good job in this movie because, like, how Aaron was saying, it shows the trust between, you know, the captain and the sergeant. But they really only showed them on D-Day and then afterwards. But these guys have been together for a long time, and they do a great job of showing just how long they've been together and how much Mm -hmm. they all trust each other and how much they actually mean to everybody. One of the scenes with Sizemore that I I really – he's – shooting yeah (laughs) and he gets shot in the hip or something and he's like freaking out trying to like because he's in pain and then he ends up just tossing his gun out and it's then throws his helmet helmet. (laughs) they they both throw their helmet at each other the german guy and him throw their helmet at each other because they're out of ammos and so it's just that was i mean a lot of people died in this movie but when tom sizemore that was one i don't know why he didn't have a lot of screen time but i felt worse about that than some of the others because He's like tra- he's just about to cross the bridge and gets hit, and he's being carried across. He's like, "It's okay, just got the wind knocked out of me." He's got this gaping hole in his chest. It's I, I don't know. He just seemed like, well, it's sorry, I didn't mean. No, to I, go up, ahead. I, I just that that character. I don't know for some reason was super effective, even though we only had about ten minutes of screen time. He he. Well, he was the you know tough guy like leader, and like I think it was harder because you saw that relationship with him and Tom Hanks' character and. Tom, when uh, Tom Hanks realizes that he's dead, you see him like trying to basically get him to wake up. Yep. You know, he's like, I think his name's Mike or yep. something like that. He's yelling his name and stuff like that. Okay, let's move on. Um, did Riven ever find his BAR? Nope. He got a so different one. Tried to drown him. Yeah. Mm, okay. At the bottom of the channel. How was Edward Burns in this movie though? Effective. Uh, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to run through these. He, I'm going to run through the yeah, privates. Yeah, quick reviews. Yeah. yeah, run through the privates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> Edward Burns, Barry Pepper, Adam Goldberg, Vin Diesel. All fine. I, I, yeah. This movie here makes me wonder what happened to people like Edward Burns and Barry Pepper. Edward Burns went on to write and direct a lot of his own indie movies. Did he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say my favorite is Barry Pepper in this. I mean, he's walking along and they're talking and he's like... It's just a shame. I'm walking along yeah, trying to look for good. this guy, and I'm a fine, well shooting machine, and um, I'm out here trying to find this guy. He, he was he was fantastic. They were all good. I mean, Put me I think a- they, it was good casting because, like Aaron said, Vin Diesel played a a big Italian dude. Okay, that's not a stretch. Uh, <laughs> Adam Goldberg played the Jewish guy. <laughs> they, they played themselves basically in the. I mean, uh, what's it? What? Who were we just talking about? The the. Barry Pepper? No, the one with uh, yeah, Edward, Edward Burns. Burns played up, played up, oh, yeah, played guy a pro, from New York. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, they're playing who they are. So, I think more so sure. than good acting, it was great casting because they didn't. I, I'd agree with They that. didn't have to stretch. I, Barry Pepper's not from New York. No, no Edward, no, Edward Burns. Oh, I thought you said Barry Pepper <laughs> no. played a guy from New York. No, I was Ed, like Edward Burns did. No, then, that's what I mean. Like, I don't know what happened to some of these guys after this movie. Like, because they did a good job in this movie, and then like Barry Pepper, like. 
The only other movie I ever remember him in was another Tom Hanks movie because he was in The Green Mile. Battlefield I, Earth. I think it has to do with what oh. Shane said. <laughs> yeah, Battlefield Earth happened. Yeah. Oh, that's what he wasn't finding work after that one. It, okay, I understand. It was that. literally the role that was for him. Yeah. I, I mean, and Vin Diesel obviously became the amazing actor he is, so we all know. I was going to say, we we all I don't know, know if you heard about this him. guy called Vin that's Diesel. That's really the only guy that I have seen. The only, the only person I really had, and it was a... I, I understand the scene is Matt Damon's scene. I disagree with you guys. Keep saying I agree. That. I agree. It's 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 necessary, and he's trying to, talk, but he the, his delivery of that and the speech, the fake laughing that he does is just it was just goofy. He's not good. He, Matt Damon. I Matt Damon. well, Matt Damon. apparently. I read that the whole scene was ad-libbed, which is pretty great. That's I thought he was just perfectly fine. He's he's just relatable enough to be somebody you're like, okay, he's a good guy. He's worth saving. I understand. Yeah. He's not like some a-hole jerk that we you just don't care for this loss of life for this one guy. But but I do agree that Tom Hanks closes the scene out because he asks him about his wife and so the good. rose bushes, and he's like, that's for, that's for me to have. Yep. And that, God, that's why I love Tom Hanks, just the look on his face and the way he delivers that line. Because Matt Damon gets done telling him this personal story, kind of relieves this tension, and then he's like, tell me about your wife in those rose bushes. <laughs> and, and Tom Hanks just kind of looks down inside and he says, no, no, that one's for me. And it's like, that's, he's so good in this movie. Yep. Let's talk about set design. Uh, Was it good? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I built an entire destroyed city. That's awesome. Okay. I'm just. They hey, spent, man. Apparently, I'm I read that they questions. spent like $100 million on this D Day scene, which obviously turned out well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. How much? What was, does anyone know the budget? No. Nope. $70 million doll hairs. And how much did it make back? $216 million doll hairs. There you go. That's a good ROI. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, story. Overall, I mean, we kind of touched on it already. Well, but simple story, but that's why I don't understand the the negative reviews about humanities because it's a, such a simple story, a, point A to point B, filled yeah. in with these characters. And it's not boring. I think the story was, was necessary. I mean, because this, this was a story set within a war not a war movie it, you know what i mean like they didn't right. set out to like oh let's make this big yeah it's not a grand war scale movie. war movie it's about this sim it's about the human beings in the war and and i think I, that's what separates this from movies like dunkirk like I, the whole time i was watching this i thought dunkirk tries to do land air sea with a thousand characters that nobody ever cared about because they couldn't get deep enough into it this is the complete opposite. A group of men f going from one point to another trying to find a guy. Super simple, but works. And like you said, you do you care about each and every one of these characters. Every time somebody dies, you feel it. Like, yes, some you feel more than others. Like, one of the hardest ones for me, besides, you know, Tom Hanks, obviously, was the medic when he goes yeah, down. Do like, that one. That's, that's tough to watch. A, a lot of these scenes are tough to watch. I mean, think of when Van Diesel dies. Think of every death scene is is impactful because they make these characters real. The the with Van Diesel's death, like the part that gets me is he dies and he asks them to take his letter, so the medic takes it. The medic dies, so then Tom Hanks takes it, and then he dies, and it's like, well, then I think uh, Burns' character Burns takes, it, takes it at the end. end. It's like this letter just keeps getting passed around. They keep dying, and it's just like that. That's hard. That's right, <laughs> and that's they open the movie with a scene of a guy walking through that the World War Two cemetery with. I mean, it's just endless graves, and that's it. Just opens with showing you this is the number of lives, this is the sacrifice that was given, and then yeah. they show the brutality of what they went through. And I guess what I wanted to to point out is that this, unlike a lot of war movies is not in your face patriotic you know yes. propaganda it it's not about look at these heroes yes they are they these are normal people that are forced into doing heroic deeds the, the, you give them the choice they they're not going to be there but they have to because that's that's that time of of 
you know, that's that era. That's that that's that time in history. They have no choice. And it's not in your face. Hoorah, America's the 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 stuff. And I I enjoyed that about this movie because most war movies don't do that. I think that's one of the reasons why this movie works out so well is because you don't have that. And going back to what Mike said, this even though it's three hours long, it's it doesn't get boring. You don't want to look at something else. You're you're sitting there for three hours watching this, trying to figure out what's right. going on. Action intense enough to keep you occupied, unlike Cold Mountain. Yeah. And, and conversation yeah. delivered well enough to keep you. Even in those lulls in the action, it's so good, unlike Cold Mountain. Unlo- yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so that's our review is is uh, Saving Private Ryan. It's not Cold Mountain. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah, That's <laughs> fair. I mean, and this is one of the... I know, like, some people, like Aaron, do, like, long dramas and stuff like that. Aaron do, like, <laughs> long dramas. But, like, yeah, he do. Yeah, he he do. said some people, which is plural, do like. God, he said it correctly. Some idiot. people like Aaron do like. <laughs> God, okay. He said, anyway, that's what he said. Anyway, but, go anyways, on. but, like, do, like, these really long movies. Like, I, if it's a good movie that I enjoy, <laughs> I, I don't have a problem, but... I tend to have problems sitting through three-hour movies. Oh, for sure. But this one doesn't feel like three hours. No, it like, goes by very what fast. Was the movie? I'm going to be honest. Of the two movies, I had a harder time sitting through an hour and a half of life yeah. than I did three hours of I would ag- I would agree with that. <laughs> okay, I don't want to jump you know, ship to a different point, but I usually Go don't ahead. notice this about movies. Uh, and I'm assuming, I think this won like five Oscars. I'm assuming it, the two of them were for sound and sound editing. I assume so. Because the sound it was absolutely amazing. I can't imagine that it did not win for editing and sound. Because it was, and I usually don't notice stuff like that, but it was fantastic. Right. It won. Five di- Oscars. Go ahead. Go ahead. Best director, best cinematography, best sound. Best film editing, best effects, sound effects editing. And nominated yeah. for just about everything else. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> the sound actor, was writing, just... Art direction. Best and some of the best I've ever yeah. heard. This this Music. is one of those movies where, like, I know you guys have said it before, and you guys do this all the time. When you're testing a surround sound... Oh, yeah. Watch one of the, like, the D-Day scene or something like that from this movie. Cause really? That, I play one of them. I play uh, Lil Wayne's Amelie. So... My, it's a good way to test. Could you uh, give us a sample of that track? So good. You got to the important part of the song. Yeah, I, I've been waiting to watch this movie on Blu-ray because I live in an apartment and I can't turn it up that loud without my neighbors going crazy. And I have a war veteran who lives underneath me, so I don't want to give him flashbacks. <laughs> so I got home from work and I was just like, "All right, it's early enough. I could turn it up." So I turned it up. About as loud as I could, and watched the whole three-hour movies. And if anybody came in, I'd be like, "No, I'm not turning it down because the sound in this is just fantastic." One of my favorite examples of the sound, even, I mean, the war scenes, obviously, but when they're building up towards that last battle, and all you hear is the squeaking and creaking yeah. of that tank yeah. that's coming, and it just builds this tension, and they know it's coming, and they know it's about to go down, but all you hear is that tank coming. It, th- that was just fantastic. I, I don't know why that I loved that so much because it's not a big that, part. That entire buildup oh, is amazing because yes. you hear it in the distance and then you yep. see the signals. Is like two tigers, mm-hmm. two panzers, or whatever. The and heck it the immediately sign is. follows. Oh, it immediately man. follows the part where they're just sitting around telling each other stories, and then it's like once it hits, Tom Hanks snaps right back into leader mode. And is given orders. It's it's that's yeah. why I like. That's why I, I just can't understand the the review that says there's no humanity. And it that, just blows that, my mind. That scene in itself, you know, just besides the sound and stuff like that, like I get that this movie didn't happen, but like stuff like that in the war did happen. Sure. And just imagine you want this tank to come down here. That's the plan. You want it to yeah. come down there so you can jump it. But on the inside, you got to be like, oh, please don't come down here because yeah. we're probably going to die if you do. Right, right. Aaron, I got a question for you. You love Cold Mountain, and you love Why? this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a question for later on down the road. But which movie do you prefer? Uh, Cold Mountain. Obviously, no, 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 no. Obviously, though, which is a better movie? This movie. Which would I prefer? 
this. Uh, that's a toss-up. I mean, Tom Hanks is always a tipping point for me, though. If you give me two <laughs> movies and one has Tom Hanks, I choose the Tom Hanks movie. What if... Who is... You know what? You know what? Okay. Who is the female lead in... Renee Zellweger. What if... Oh, wait. Or... or Kidman? Nicole Kidman. Wait. In... Cold, Cold Mountain? Mountain? Yeah, there were two. Yeah, what if... Okay, what if Tom Hanks played either of them? Improvement. I would take him over, over Renee Zellweger any day. Yeah, so does... Would that... Have made that movie better for you? Would, how, would you have two completely the, uh, different types of movies? He would have been able to. He would have been able to pull it off. Yeah. Would you have dug the Tom Hanks Jude Law sex scene? Is that what? Okay. It, yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. I mean. And also, I got a question for everybody. Is there anything? Gladiators. Cold Mountain. <laughs> why? <laughs> is there anything? Is there anything wrong or bad yeah, let's, about let's this movie? That. Uh, well, I already mentioned the one, like the Steamboat Willie German guy that in a very Spielbergian way I'd, comes back to be the guy that fires the shot to kill Tom Hanks. The trivia tried to say it's not the same guy, but it's clearly the same no, guy because he says his name. The trivia said that some people think the guy that killed oh, Mellish gotcha. is Steamboat gotcha. Willie, but that's not. So, I mean, but I don't I don't think it matters either way. I be- think it does because it's, it's a little too coincidental and, and yeah. kind of wraps it in a bow to teach up him a lesson and uh, yeah I can get past it it's a very small part of the movie in my mind I can just say yeah uh, some German killed Tom Hanks doesn't have to be Steamboat Willie but I hate the fact that I just hate in all that. of Europe this dude yes. finds his way back to the one squad that happens to be attacking and he's this the one, one bridge you know what no, I, mean? I mean because they described how important that one bridge is and it's like, yeah, he probably just but wandered. You, yeah, and but found the, the fact that the all these dominoes area? fall into place. I mean, that, I, well, okay, well, so besides that, um, yeah, I just kind of stuttered that yeah, a little bo- bit. Yeah, balls <laughs> <behind laughs> uh, Like, the acting was great in this movie, but there were a couple scenes here or there where it seemed kind of forced, like. Fillion. Fillion. Or what? Nathan Fillion. Which is not a bad guy. He's pretty good yeah. usually. But like Minnesota that, Ryan? Yeah, that, I don't know. It seemed really forced and like he. He, he was the, for if you don't know, he was the guy that they first found. The first Private Ryan they found, but he was the wrong Private Ryan. Yeah. And he was like this super fake crying blubbery mess. And like, oh, he's only four it years se- old. It seemed yeah. very forced. But yeah. when you have. A thousand different actors. Yeah. Nathan Fillion. It's in Castle. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, well, and Firefly, Firefly is what you would... That's what most people yeah. would know him from. Yeah. Serenity, the Firefly. Or Castle. Okay. Anyways. Our Castle. Uh, My mom would know him from Castle. Uh, the, yeah, I know uh, a lot of people do. The <laughs> dumb guy from Lady Killers played... Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, the, the, <laughs> you're gonna have to speak up. I, yep. I was like, oh my God, that's. There are so many people. <laughs> he was in this also movie in We Were Soldiers are, with Mel Gibson. Yeah, there are so many people in this movie, and like some of them are only in there for like 30 seconds. You're like, wow, he's in this movie, and it's. You kind of look back and think of it as like at that time they necessarily weren't big, or uh, you know they were, they were big and they just wanted to be in this movie. I did read on scene. IMDb that this 10 minute scene for Ted Danson is the scene that resurrected his career because Cheers had ended and he hadn't had any jobs and he showed his ability to act so that's interesting and yeah. he was great and he went on to do a lot of good stuff <laughs> well, yeah I mean, Becker was huge yeah. wasn't it? it like Becker yeah. I did I've never heard of Becker he's no a dog I yeah, his character is Doctor John Becker. Let's rate it. <laughs> God, <laughs> wait, wait, one more scene that I completely forgot that I absolutely love. The the uh, searching the dog tags for Ryan, and it's a game to them, and they're placing bets, and then all these dudes come walk. That scene was a great. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, because they're right in front of the 101st yeah. Airborne or whoever it was, that, and they're looking that through all was their a good scene, and that shows that. Tom Hanks isn't this perfect super soldier flawless leader because he's in on this too and he he isn't aware of the fact that maybe we shouldn't be doing this right here while everybody's trooping past us. All right, so cumulative score of 12. Uh, Tell your friends. (laughs) No? Uh, Go first then. (laughs) Go first. What is your score? I'll go. I'll go. Fine, fudge. Shoot. Um, By the way, this is 150th movie we've rated. Yay, ha, yeah. Hey. Nah, yeah, knock, knock, dumb joke. Wait, that was a <laughs> dumb joke. That's not yeah. a dumb joke. That's no, it's uh, making a... No, just making me Anyways, feel bad. Uh, Insert dumb joke on Mike. 
man, it's 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 really hard for me to not give this a ten. Uh, I've already said if I made a list of best movies of all time, this would be on my list of all time. Of all, all time. time. Hi God, I it's. I mean the 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 weaknesses are minor. Nathan Fillion's thirty second scene, he's pretty bad. But are we gonna are we gonna take away points for thirty seconds of a two hour and almost three hour movie? Yeah. So I'm not a huge fan of Matt Damon, but he's okay in this. I guess I I, I struggle to find weaknesses. So fine, ten. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Uh, Brent. Um. Yeah, uh, this might be Fubar, but no. guys, I looked Fubar up. Yeah, in the I was. Dictionary. That is one of the and best. Then Tom like up um, <laughs> and then when he finally realizes what it is, that's great. Yeah, too. but uh, see I, humanity. Yeah, I think I might have been on air and say I would never do this, Whoa. but I been also am going me? to give yeah, this a ten. Wow! 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 wow. wow. Steve. So this Ten. is Ten. <laughs> one of my 15. top two movies. Um, I love this movie, everything about it. Like Shane said, there's not a lot that you can get mad or sure. downgrade this movie for. So going along with the trend. Oh, shoot. We've, ten. We, we finna break Ten. Records, brov. Aaron's going to mess I it up. I'm going to screw this up Nine. so much. Sorry, guys. Go ahead. Go I, ahead. I mean... Uh, you can't, in my opinion, you can't do a review and say, yeah, there are some problems, but flawless 10. We talk <laughs> about problems of a 30-second scene. Yeah, the, you didn't talk about problems for very long. Nine, no. You're right. By 9.9. Right. Like, it's gonna, a 57-minute episode. You're going to take what, a, a point away for the 30 seconds of Nathan Fillion. But no, no, no. no. I want to hear, hear what he has to say, and then we can call him dumb. Okay, go ahead, dumbass. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can I say ass? ass. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh yeah, dumbass. You just can't say that one. It. You're you're probably right. I mean, it is flawless, right? <laughs> no, I want you to. I want you to give us your reason. Yeah, give give give, give us. I mean, make your own wrong decision. No, because I'm thinking now, like the two things we brought up about we're flaws. Not, I didn't mind one of them. We're not so. trying to pressure you. If you don't give it a ten, you're dead to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And dead, dead in real life because we kill you. Listen, we all know. Like Tom Hanks is my favorite, and this is. A Tom Hanks film. The best is, of Tom Hanks. I mean, he's so, so he's good. He's in this? <laughs> Wait, Tom Hanks is in this? F it. I'll number. do it. I'll do it. Ten. Yeah! Our first all tens. Matt, what's your score? Ten. Nice. Four. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a, I'll be honest. I'm not a fan of giving it all tens. Well, Fine, I'll do a 9.98. Nope. nope. You would be wrong. Like, too late. No, I'm not wrong. Too late. So uh, what's, what's that average out to? About a 10. <laughs> about a 10. I honestly, I need to rewatch it again because I'd only give it like a 9 and a half. Based on? Based on me just not wanting to give it a 10. Right, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nine I, that's why nine. I didn't want to get, but that's that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, you can't give it a 10, but then it's like, yeah, you can. I mean, yeah. if it's that good. I told Heather when I was when we were watching this last night or night before, whatever. I said, "So I'm gonna be honest. This this might very well be our first all tens because this movie is that good." Uh, Shane has given out like nine tens now. Uh, that's my first ever. I though. think four. I think that's my first yeah. one. Also, talk talk junk on 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 uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Go ahead, try. Can't. No boobies. It's a musical. Minus two points. She has right an there. annoying voice. Good call eight. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it, so. Uh, okay, well, uh, that's our episode of Saving Private Ryan. That's a perfect 10. That's a perfect 10! Uh, Guys, nothing? Knock, knock. Uh, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> anyway. Milly, 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 milly. What was that song? A milly, a milly, a milly. A milly. <laughs> it's uh, like okay. if you add up all our scores, it equals a milly. Pretty much. Yep. Practically, actually, yeah. Give or take. If you round up to the nearest Check million. Check us out at <laughs> nothingbutrealviews.com. Uh, tons of information on there. Uh, everything from... When movies coming out, as well as to our next episodes, movie trailers like the insanely awesome Mission Impossible uh, Fallout also, trailer. If you want, request a movie because I'll pick it. Like next week, 
Uh, Anna Kendrick requested that we watch her movie End of Watch. So that's our movie next week. So that's my pick for next week. Is, awesome. Is End of Watch awesome. starring uh, Anna Kendrick. Not Anna Kendrick. Also, follow Steve's idea. Send in uh, requests yeah. for top five lists. Yeah. That uh, what what you want us to do and and send yours along with it. And follow us at Nothing But Reviews on Facebook. That's uh, that's one of the best ways to are get a hold of us. Are we twittering yet? God, I'm so I'm still scared. Yeah, so Shane we're not twittering yet. <laughs> Shane doesn't understand how to Twitter. Yeah, how one twitters. You so. don't die so when you do it. You don't I know that. Die a little. You don't know that. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that it's, movie. It's not hashtag murder or whatever uh, it's called. But check us out on Thursday for a review <laughs> of <laughs> Life. Uh, and also, if not, I'm writing it. Goodness, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> check us out on Thursday for a review of Life and something in the show. Tell your friends. Hey guys! Oh, big golfs, huh? Alright. Well, see you later. Good day, sir! You're a sir, I said good day! Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. A special thanks to Jordan Binder. Yeah. Linger, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.